Have you heard about Propane Taxi? Propane Taxi is a propane grill tank home delivery service, and it's ridiculously easy to order a propane grill tank delivered right to your door. Now's the perfect time of year to get outside and grill with family and close friends or heat up the patio. Make sure you've got propane for any occasion. Go to propanetaxi.com, use promo code TANK10, and your first tank exchange is just $10. Promo code TANK10 for a $10 tank exchange. No delivery fees, no commitment, and no contact. Propanetaxi.com. Propane grill tank home delivery. Promo code TANK10. Handle on the news. Handle on the news. Let's not stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne. AM 640. Now I'm supposed to say live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You too. But you, well, because I don't, I don't know that Jen normally says it right when she locks out. Really? So now where you have these two plugs for the iHeartRadio app very close together, seems like therefore people should go download this app. It's a pretty important thing. If well, it's free. It's free to download and free to use. I keep forgetting that too. iHeartRadio app. Go to your uh, Google Play Store if you're an Android. Go to the App Store if you're an Apple, and download it. And I'll wait. We'll just wait while people download it. We'll be here. Shouldn't take too long. Waiting <clears throat> live. We're waiting live. Depends on your broadband connection. Now that I think about it, what's that? How the, long it how would long take to, to download the app? That's I true. mean, if you're walking around in the wilderness and all you have is like 3G, or if you still got the old dial-up, like, Shark! yeah, if you have a 300 baud modem, uh, it actually <laughs> oh, might be taking a while. I think about what a third of our audience knows that. <laughs> Probably. Good morning. That's Michael Crozier. He is in for Jennifer Jones Lee on the Bill Handel Show. Bill is also out this week for the holiday. He is back on Monday. I am Wayne Resnick. Normally, I read sports. And Morgan is still producing the program. Why are you so surprised? Which means either she's been doing a great job or the management team is not paying any attention. Because we're in that week between <laughs> Christmas and New Year's. It's one or the other. I think it's This both. is either a feather in your cap or uh, you're escaping by the skin of your teeth. Let's go with both. And Jacob is running the board. Good morning, sir. Uh, good morning. Have we ever been in this configuration before? We you running the board and me hosting. No, this is the first time. All right. So See, there's first a first. For everything. There is a first time for everything. I was. I feel bad because it, you know, at the beginning I mentioned that that Jacob was here and he was my fourth board op in five days of doing this. Yeah, and and it's it's no reflection on him whatsoever. And Jacob's actually one of the better board ops that we've had come in here in a long time. So I had full confidence in his first time running the board in the morning. Well, I got yelled at this morning by Crozier. So what did he yell at you for? Uh, I think we were just kind of exchanging some uh, some feelings that we had. Yeah, there were some four letter about, words about all, all the change. Oh yeah, but he still didn't get you as can't... much as John got yesterday. So. Stop, 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 stop. (laughs) You cannot say such a vague thing and not give the details. Explain, please. Which one of you is going to explain exactly what happened that you were cursing at each other? I think that was part of the conversation. It was very vague. There was no names used. It was just very vague. Yeah, it wasn't directed at each other. We weren't going necessarily at each other. I think we were just venting. You were both each other. independently upset about something and venting in with profanity. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I don't know if there was profanity. There might have been one 
word. Somebody said there was cursing. It was me. Okay. I'll own it. I do listen to what people say, just so you guys know. Oh, what are you trying to say? I'm saying that if you say there was cursing, later I might reference the fact that you said there was cursing. No hyperbole. There was I can't cursing. have a thing where you're going like, oh, we were cursing, and then later I go, oh, profanity, and then you over here go, what do you mean? Oh, there was no profanity. Speak for yourself. All right, listen. I, honest to God, have no idea what the hell either of you are talking about right now. The best that I can make out is you both are grumpy this morning. No. And you both were venting. Great this morning. Had no, coffee, we're, we're, had we're an very happy. I'm good yeah. to go. Yeah, we were commiserating. We we were expressing frustration, but not at each other and not at necessarily anybody in particular. We got over it. It's that it's the it's the uh the the meditative uh, venting. We all feel better now. It's how it's you wake good. up in the morning. Yeah. This has been the this has been more of a waste of the first minutes of the show than you normally get when Bill is here. Wait till tomorrow. So this is what we're going to do. This is not a reflection on me. I just want everyone to know that. No, not at all. This is what's going to happen now, please. Jacob, reload the show opener. We're taking a mulligan here. Macarena. This cannot be... We need an asterisk for the opening. This cannot be the way that we go down in history as having opened the broadcast today. So we're going to do... We're getting a do-over. It's warm here. Crozier, I swear to God. Well, I'm getting it out now. I have known you for, what, 25 years now here at this radio station? I'm sweating. And if you do not fall into line with a professional (laughs) opening for this show, I don't know what will happen, but I promise you, you will regret it. Standing by for excitement. Three, two, one. Handle on the news. Handle on the news. Let's not stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne. KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's the Bill Handel Show. Now, Bill's off this week uh, because it's between the holidays. He's back on Monday. I'm Wayne Resnick filling in. And we have here today Michael Crozier in for Jennifer Jones-Lee. Good morning. Morgan is producing the program. Howdy. And Jacob is here running the board. And it's time for Handle on the News with Michael Crozier and me, lead story. Ah, we were going so well. Damn it. Son of a... Stay home if you are sick. Kidding me. No, 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 no. Watch the profanity. Oh, my God. I'm about to put the station's license in peril. (laughs) With my mouth. I almost had to dump something you were going to say. I, I didn't yeah. say it. I almost okay. dumped All right. it. All right, here we go again. Take three. Stay home if you no! are sick. No! Oh, my God. We're starting all over until we get it right. I swear to the sweet Lord in heaven above. It's going to be a great show, folks. Take four. Handle on the news. Handle on the news. Let's not stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne. KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Good morning. It's the Bill Handel Show. Bill is off today. He's back. uh, Actually, he's off this week. He's back on Monday. Wayne Resnick filling in here. Michael Crozier is in for Jennifer Jones-Lee, also on vacation. Good morning, sir. Morgan Cook producing. Hey. And Jacob running the board this morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. All right, it's time for Handle on the News with Crozier and me, lead story. Stay home if you are sick. 
California stay-at-home orders have been extended indefinitely because in San Joaquin Valley region and Southern California region, ICU capacity, 0%. Whereas in the Northern California region, which is, I think, all Northern California except for the Bay Area, so that's all Cowtown, right? The ICU capacity is at 27.9%. Greater Sacramento, 19%. Even the Bay Area, 10.4%. So what's wrong with us down here? Yeah, they're saying San Francisco's actually starting to look pretty decent there. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this was completely expected and not a surprise. And we're just playing a waiting game with these numbers. At least they didn't uh, put a date on it this time. That just, you know, creates the obvious problem that we were going to have. This was inevitable. Uh, Other places like San Diego, they've gotten the okay for dining despite the state rules, but not L.A. County. And a burrito supreme with extra sour cream. So L.A. County, uh, yes, can keep, can keep. Like, yeah, you can go ahead and keep the outdoor dining ban in place until at least early February. So they're going to kind of... The county's doing its own thing regardless of state rules. Well, and, uh, uh, yeah. the judge panel said, yeah, you can do that. Sure, because uh, Judge James Chalfant. What was that? That's his name. He ruled. He, the, he There was a lawsuit against the county, and this judge, the single judge, ruled that the county was being basically arbitrary and capricious and didn't really have enough evidence to support banning outdoor dining. That was what the three-judge panel had determined. No, that's what the the single judge, the first judge, said. County, you don't really have enough here. You're going to have to do better. Now they've gone to the appeals court, and the appeals court has basically said, it's fine, they can ban it. They paused that that single judge's rule. Yes, they shut him down. All right, we're going to take a break here. Then we will continue handle on the news. And I would like to point out something. I would like to point out that despite all of the effery that went on in the beginning of this show that we actually got to handle on the news sooner than we do sometimes normally. And more handle on the news when we come back. I don't know why, I don't know why I return to the scenes of these crimes Camp IAM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's the Bill Handel Show. He's off this week back on Monday. We are doing Handel on the News. Michael Crozier in for Jennifer Jones, Lee, yeah. and me. And L.A. County health officials would like Hollywood to, quote, strongly consider stopping production. Cough, cough, sneezy, sneezy, itchy, scratchy, I say... This did cause a lot of consternation after Mayor Garcetti issued that uh, basically stop everything you're doing, people, order. And then we saw a video from people on the street going, oh, look at this filming. Oh, look at this setup for a crew meal because they're filming. There's a woman who owns, um, I believe it's called the Pineapple Saloon. Please forgive me if if I'm misremembering the name. Over in uh, Sherman Oaks. And she, she had a video on her social media where she cannot, because of Garcetti's order, she cannot use her patio dining area for customers. Right. But literally right across the parking lot, the same parking lot, there was a massive setup with tents and tables and chairs and the whole thing because there was filming going on and that's where everybody was going to eat. And she was saying, how can it be safe 
for those people involved in a production to eat at tables outside and not safe for customers to eat at tables outside like 100 feet away. That's funny. That doesn't sound like, is that a separate incident from the TikTok star who was filming a remake of She's All That? On December 1st? Yes, that's a different thing. That shut that- down an actual large coronavirus testing site so they could film this thing. Yeah. More than 500 people with appointments had to find another location. Right. So, the and what's funny is, you know, I, I believe the county health department has the authority to issue an order shutting down production. And instead of doing that, they're basically saying, pretty please, you if this? you don't mind, would you consider? But again, like you said yesterday, and a lot of people have been saying, and if they don't? Well, because it's not an order to shut down, there's nothing that can be done. Yeah. The first case of this new COVID strain that we've been hearing about in Great Britain and another one in South Africa, but this first case of this new one in the UK has been found in the U.S., in a guy in Colorado who was apparently not traveled. So health officials in Colorado confirmed it. They said that, yeah, this guy had the new and potentially more infectious strain. Not more deadly, but more infectious. Uh, They're in isolation in Elbert County. It's about an hour and a half south of Denver. Uh, The guy's in his 20s, does, does not have a travel history. So right, how are they going to trace that back? I don't know. It's like you didn't know anybody who might have had it. I, I was saying well, earlier that I've had in just the last week, I've had people, so many people that have gotten all of a sudden COVID. So it's really moving around. I would have to bet that this new strain is here in the Southland. I'm sure it's all over. Yeah. Uh, they have to contact trace that guy and figure out, assuming it's true that he didn't travel. Yeah, right. They've got to contact trace and figure out where was he in close proximity. He obviously had to have been in proximity to somebody who traveled, or we're already at third or fourth order transmission, meaning he might have been in contact with somebody who had been in contact with somebody who had been in contact with somebody who traveled. And there's been border closures. At least four countries had their borders closed in Europe alone. Which is smart, but it's always too late also. Right. Because you never, you have to have a reason to close a border. And once the reason is there. Right. It's too late anyway. (laughs) Um, all right, hold on. Stand by. Papers are sticking together. Standing by. And uh, <clears throat> now they're not. Oh. oh, boy, man. Well, at the rate that people are being vaccinated, uh, some estimate that it will take 10 years to fully vaccinate the United States of America. <laughs> we know that the, the administration had a goal of getting, to, I think, 20 million people vaccinated by the end of the year, and we're at about 2 million it could so be we're 10%. It could be two. Yeah, but you know, so they're saying that in order to get 80% of the population vaccinated, which was another goal of Operation Warp Speed, and we've got uh, 330 million people, you'd have to give 3 million vaccinations every day. Carry the one. That that's not going to happen. Yeah, no. Um, they were, and they had earlier been saying that they were planning on, if everything I guess went right, to get to that roughly eighty percent herd immunity number 
late spring, early summer, they were talking May, June, maybe. Yeah. And uh, when I was talking to a, the infectious disease expert that I had on this month, a physician, she had said that just this delay alone, she says they're probably looking at maybe late fall before they get to where they want to be, just with, I guess, that 80%. And that, so they're already moving the goalposts. Well, they have to, but it, but is this here's the thing? Is this is this really a failure of a of a project, or did they just set the goal too high in the first place? And why would they do that? It's like sending the field goal kicker out to kick a seventy yard field goal. It's all it's, right, it's, it's, and then and then he can't, he doesn't make it. You don't go, oh, you suck. You didn't make that seventy yard field goal. You look at the coach and go, what were you thinking in the first place? You he never nobody could make it. And 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 that goes to it's almost like somebody uh, made a number that was going to make everybody feel really good when they said yeah. twenty million by December. All right, uh, let us get some news from Michael Crozier, and then we will continue. I'm going to check my bank account, by the way. Oh, you're teasing what's coming up. Yes, yes. when we come back, you you should all check your bank account. In this case, not to see if something's been taken out, hey. but to see if something's in there. Thank you, ladies. It's KFI AM 640. <laughs> Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Fuel your healthy food choices with flavor that gets you through the day. If you're committed to paleo, keto, or Mediterranean, America's original super nut is your diet super snack. A handful does the trick. Learn more at AmericanPecan.com. AmericanPecan.com. Buying a mattress can be tough. With so many choices, it's overwhelming. Where do you even start? Introducing BedMatch, a patented diagnostic system that determines your pressure points and recommends the mattresses that are best for your individual sleep needs. Sounds easy, right? It is. And it's found only at Mattress Warehouse. Try Bedmatch at a Mattress Warehouse near you. Visit sleephappens.com for locations and get free next day delivery on select purchases. Mattress Warehouse. Sleephappens.com AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's the Bill Handel Show. He's back on Monday. Michael Crozier and I are here with you today doing Handle on the News. And uh, I just checked again. I was hoping I'd have some miracle happen during the break, but no, I did not get my $600 stimulus check. Direct deposit automatic ones were supposed to happen this evening. And uh, the paper ones are supposed to start going out today. So if you got it by direct deposit last time, expect don't do any you don't need to do anything and it's just gonna be there again all automatically. The paper check should apparently come anytime now. Six hundred dollars or less, depending on how much you make. Right. And as six hundred or less all the way down to zero <laughs> once you hit a certain income level. Uh, we're going to talk more about this story at 7.30, but uh, small businesses that took Paycheck Protection Program loans might find themselves with a big tax headache. And this is basically because not every state adopts the federal tax code. So in other words, some states will not allow these businesses who took these loans either to deduct their expenses as they normally would, but you wouldn't be allowed to because you paid those expenses with the proceeds of a loan that later can be forgiven. And so the the uh, IRS 
first said, we're not going to allow it either. That's double dipping. Think about it. You 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 get a loan. You use it to, I just, I'm going to throw out something. I don't even know if there's a thing. You buy a piece of equipment, right? Right. You're allowed to deduct the cost of the piece of equipment. Then later, you never have to pay the loan back at all. So that's double dipping. Now, Congress fixed that. So at the federal level, businesses will be able to deduct their legitimate expenses and get forgiven for the loan. But states are all over the map. And so depending on what state you're in, uh, you could find yourself with a massive headache. Will that apply in this year's taxes? Yeah. Yikes in a way. So it's not even, oh. It's really, really difficult to wrap your head around the stupid of this guy. So a male nurse in Indonesia, not saying that that has any relevance, has been suspended after admitting that he stripped off his personal protective equipment to have sex in a toilet with a man infected with COVID-19. Oh, yeah. He's only suspended even though he admits that this happened? What more would have needed to have happened? Well, the authority, I mean, he could also face criminal charges. Well, I mean, at work, yeah. The the one thing, I, I I think it does make it not as bad as it could be, is that he was not taking advantage of the patient. It, they it they were be... they were both into it. Um, they posted a, well, a picture. Well, you could argue he's on, taking advantage. Well, of Well, what? Because he's a nurse and the patient is a patient. Well. Well, because the patient has COVID-19, so there's a threat of his death, so he could have coerced him with his authority and saying, look, you could die. How about well, there's a little no, bit of something? No, there's no evidence of that. In fact, they were posting uh, photos on WhatsApp, <laughs> and they were talking about, oh. they were talking about, please forgive me, I'm just reporting the news right now. They were talking about the size of their genitals. They were talking about lubricants and things like that. I'm just, I'm just saying it's not nurse sexually assaults patient who is unaware it's two guys sure who if they had just been two guys out in the world this would not be a story but because one was a COVID-19 patient and one was a nurse it's kind of a problem and it took place in the hospital yeah yeah well the funny thing I saw about it was that the patient they tested them later and uh, the patient was found to still be positive well as yeah if, as if something was going to change because mm-hmm. of yeah the nurse, though, tested negative, so, you know, there's that. Well, for now. <laughs> okay, the incoming Republican congressman in Louisiana, Luke Letlow, has died from COVID-19. Uh, he won that seat after the guy who held it, Ralph Abraham, uh, didn't want it anymore, and uh, Letlow had worked for Abraham. He so, actually won a runoff to get this seat yeah. in December, right? And he will not obviously serve in He's Congress. Put in the hospital December nineteenth. I, I don't. I can't. I didn't see where what date the election was that he got elected. So how long could he have uh, been celebrating his election win before he was put into the hospital on December nineteenth? Not too long. Uh, you know what's interesting though. And I guess I'm calling us out on this as well, is I still can't figure out how the world of news decides who dying from COVID is a headline. 
and who dying from COVID is not. I mean, this is not a big celebrity. And but he, you know it's all this is all this news is all over the place. I would tend to think this is that, a, this, this is guy. a significant one for the reasons of one him being a Republican, the traditional party right now that's been kind of not so much about the safety measures for COVID as say the Democrats are, mm. right or wrong or whatever. But well, if that's, that's true, that's, if that's true, it means the people putting out the top stories and the headlines are operating with like a weird Schadenfreude. Yeah, that's like true. aha, that guy died and he's a Republican, so somehow what he deserved it. That's pretty terrible. I think if people, I, are, comment, saying, if people are commenting it on that way, but as a news story in and of itself, it's fairly significant. And also just the simple fact that he didn't even he wasn't even able to to get sworn in yet. So yeah. it's 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 also just the tragedy of the Yeah, of, but there's the like a there's like a there's like somebody who got into the Harvard who wasn't able to take their first online class because they died of COVID. But and that's we would not probably a we would probably report that. I don't know if they got I'm if they were set to the, sign if they were accept, set to go and in two days before they were going to go to Harvard or Oxford or whatever it would probably be something that we would mention. I don't know. We've I, mentioned stuff like that this entire time. I question the media's motives in reporting this story. Generally, how they decide what oh, is yeah. a big well, I can that's go what I'm saying. That, sure, yeah. You know how many people? I mean, we know. I would over say this is an exception. But over yeah. three hundred thousand people have died. Is that correct? Right. We're going to talk about everyone and what they were about to do. No, and I'm not saying we should have an article exactly. with a biography every time somebody dies. I'm saying it's just interesting who gets a headline and who doesn't. All right, let's take a break. And then when we come back, oh, this lawsuit against Twitter is delicious. KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's the Bill Handel Show. Bill's back on Monday. Don't fret, everybody. We are finishing up Handel on the News, Michael Crozier and me. The Hunter Biden laptop repairman guy is suing Twitter, saying he's a hacker. Getting rid of Twitter. How many followers do you have? So... So this guy's mad because when Twitter was talking about and everybody was talking about how this guy who repaired Hunter Biden's laptop discovered all these things that were damaging supposedly to Hunter and Joe Biden, that he was that it they were saying that the laptop was hacked into by the repairman. Well, Twitter, what Twitter said is we are not going to allow references to this situation. Because the New York Post did a big story. Right. It, the, the story originally came from the New York Post. And then some people said, you know, this isn't very reliable. There's a lot of questions. And and so Twitter decided they weren't going to allow people to post that story or talk about this situation. Under which, the premise of? That it involved, quote, hacked materials. But really, Twitter's definition of hacked is very broad. Meaning basically anything that was obtained without permission of the person right so thank you and so they so they would put up these things about hey we're blocking this or whatever because it involves based on our hack. policy yeah and so this guy's now suing twitter saying by doing that now everybody thinks i'm a hacker i'm just a computer repair guy it's not going anywhere i was just gonna say yeah it's not going anywhere for one thing he's gonna have to prove yeah. that people think he's a hacker 
And he was at first, he was denying, he was back and forth on his story almost from the very beginning anyways. Well, that's why the whole thing is sort of odd. Yeah. Uh, with this laptop and what was found and who found it and who that person gave it to. Yeah, there never seemed and, to be any sort of concrete of where this information actually came from. Yeah. Oh, Orange County Sheriff Don Barnes, butt hurt today. <laughs> That's because an appeals court has said you will release hundreds of inmates from your jails, even though uh, Sheriff Barnes said, no, I don't want to do that and was fighting this in court, but uh, he lost. And I don't know if he's going to try to go all the way to the state Supreme Court about this issue or he's going to have to start releasing people. Now, clearly, he doesn't have the freedom, I say, restaurants do to defy health orders from the state or the county or whatever. So, But does he realistically have anything? Can he stop the release from any inmate not unless he gets uh not unless he goes to the state supreme court and they agree with him because otherwise he's in contempt of court and would you say like just like the uh hacker case here with the twitter guy suing twitter that this probably won't go anywhere or do you think that there's a chance man i think that there's a chance he'll appeal but i'm i don't think he'll win yeah I don't think that the state Supreme Court's going to be any more uh, on his side. Look, his he's got good points. Okay, the the lawsuit is you got to let people out because there's too many people in the jails because of COVID. Right. And he's saying, yeah, but a lot of the people that we would have to let out are dangerous. Right. There's a public safety issue. So I get where he's coming from. Yeah, they're more dangerous because they might have COVID or might spread COVID, or they're more dangerous because of the things that they did to get him in jail in the first place. The latter. Yeah. But what, I, what I'm saying is if the appeals court wasn't buying it, I don't think the state Supreme Court's going to buy it either. So I mean, it's a fairly legit argument to an extent at least. No, it's a, it is an absolutely valid argument that he's making. It's balancing the health, the public health aspect of the problem against the public safety aspect of the problem. It's just that he lost. And so once you lose, you either have to keep appealing or you've got to comply. Unless he wants to be in his own jail no. for contempt. Adding insult to injury, that smashed Brianna Taylor sculpture has now been stolen in Oakland. So the ceramic bus was uh, smashed up the day after Christmas. Apparently, <laughs> there's photos now of just the... The, the column and a little pole sticking up where the yeah. where it used to be. And uh, we talked yesterday how they, they had a GoFundMe that had raised at that point 13000 Yesterday it was 13000 Yeah, it's gone it's now top 20000 Yeah, He's just going to remake it, and he's going to remake it in bronze instead of ceramic, and that yeah. way it'll be a lot harder uh, to vandalize, they or at least to break. About, they were also talking about filling the, the base with concrete, but it looks like the base is still there, so I don't know why they do that. I don't know. Okay, and fi- from from the, I guess everybody likes a cherry on top <laughs> department, the 17-year-old guy accused of shooting three people during Wisconsin protests has a new charge against him. Did he Ky- do something else? Yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse, who traveled from uh, Illinois to Wisconsin because he, was, uh, he wanted to be involved uh, in these protests... And who claims he fired in self-defense, by the way, and who is already facing reckless and intentional homicide, endangerment, and being a minor in possession of a firearm, prosecutors have now added (laughs) a curfew violation charge. (laughs) And what's that? What can they do to him for that? I mean, if he were only convicted on that, what would happen to him? Well, it it's I think that it's a 
it's a civil citation and there's some like forfeiture. That, and I, like a fine, that, well, a fine or they can, I don't know, maybe they can keep the gun hmm. under, under it, which is funny because I think they can keep the gun anyway if their theory is that he used it to illegally kill people. <laughs> but um, I don't, illegally I don't know people. what they I listen, I don't understand it unless, listen, is it possible the prosecutors are already going, we're going to find we, something? We don't know if we can win this uh, intentional. Uh, he says self-defense. There is a lot of video that supports his contention. So they're thinking you only need one juror to agree with Rittenhouse. Yeah. And he walks. We got to have one thing that will stick. It's like Al Capone. And then, you know, they got him just on taxes. Right. All right. That's Handle on the News. Yeah, that's right. Papadillas and all these sides are just $6. Wings, chicken poppers, cheese sticks, garlic knots, desserts, they're all just 6 bucks at papajohns.com. 